Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Life Simply Better. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I help busy working moms create simpler, more relaxed lives. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about how to create your perfect Saturday. I don't know about you, but before I had kids, weekends were like this amazing time where I didn't have to work and I had all this free time and it was just this thing to look forward to every week. And then I had kids and for me, at least, that changed the picture. All of a sudden, instead of this big expanse of free time, weekends turned into going from the work week, straight from the work week, into this mishmash of parenting and thinking about errands to do and thinking about um, what you should be doing and trying to coordinate with your spouse and schedules and everything like that and catching up on housework and you name it, everything else got smushed into the weekend. And so I want to talk about what I've created for myself and three simple steps you can use to start doing that. I am happy to report that I now look forward to my weekends again, and they really do feel like a break from the work week. Now, I coach a lot on the work week as well and how to have a simpler, more relaxed experience at work. So I guess I could say that I feel like I have a pretty relaxed week and I have a pretty relaxed weekend too. Still have the same job, still have the same three kids, the same goofy but wonderful husband. None of those external things have changed, but I have changed and I have changed my approach and my routines that I use. So let me talk you through the first three steps to creating your perfect Saturday. And I will say too that your perfect Saturday will look probably completely different than mine does. And so I don't want you to take this as a literal, here's what you should do every weekend or pay attention to numbers or time slots or schedules that I'm saying. I want you to really think about this for you. What do you want? Not what should you do? What should this look like? But what do you want this to look like? That will lead you to amazing results. So the three things I'm going to talk about as the underpinning to creating an amazing weekend, even with kids, are one, sleep, number two, free time, and number three, routine, and a simple routine. So we'll take those in that order. The first one is sleep. And I think a lot of times sleep is something both during the week and on the weekend that falls last on our list. We see what we have to do during our day. We see how much time that adds up to. And then the balance, 24 hours minus the time we're spending on everything else is what we have left over for sleep. And I want you to try switching that around and try planning your sleep first. Now, in my case, I've been at this for a while. And I now plan my sleep so that I never need to set an alarm clock if I don't want to. Sometimes I still set an alarm clock just because there's some particular thing I'm excited to get up and do. But a lot of times, the vast majority of the time, I don't set any alarm clock. And the reason I don't have to set an alarm clock is because I go to bed at 9 p.m. And that gives me plenty of time to sleep and get up sometime between 6 and 7. Now, some of you are thinking, 
holy cow, that's a lot of sleep. That's more sleep than I even need. Some of you are maybe thinking, well, I would love to have 10 or 11 hours of sleep. Again, this isn't about the numbers. I just want you to think, how much sleep would you like to have? What would it take for you to not wake up with an alarm clock? Now, in some cases, you may still be setting an alarm clock. And I recommend building this habit, as with all habits, very gradually. So let's say you're getting six hours of sleep right now, a night on average, and you'd like to get eight hours. I wouldn't try to go to eight hours right away. I would just, first of all, set a bedtime for yourself of what time are you going to go to bed to get six hours of sleep if that's 11 p.m. or whatever it happens to be, set a bedtime and practice sticking to it. And then just try to change it gradually. If you got an extra 10 minutes of sleep every month, which by the way, I bet you could sit here right now and think, how could I get an extra 10 minutes of sleep a day? I bet you could think of something, right? Something simple that you could cut out, that you could eliminate, that you could shift around to get yourself an extra 10 minutes of sleep. And if you kept doing that for a year and had faith that each month when you looked for that additional 10 minutes, you would come up with something, your creative brain would find that how, even if you can't see it now, over the course of a year, that would get you two extra hours of sleep a night. Now, a lot of times I think on the weekend, going into the weekend, we think it's not such a big deal what time I go to bed. And again, you can do this however you want to. I personally love going to bed at the same time every night because it feels like it gives me more time on Saturday. I know that sleeping in on Saturday will still mean waking up between 6 and 7 and I'll have my whole day in front of me. So that's my first tip is plan your sleep first instead of making it the balancing item in your schedule. My next tip is around free time. And when I say free time, I don't just mean unscheduled time in your day or time where you don't have something else on calendar. I mean time that's there for you to do absolutely whatever you want to without other responsibilities. And that means if you have kids, that during that free time, you do not have responsibility for your children. Someone else does. That could be your spouse. That could be a parent or a relative. That could be someone you pay to come on the weekend and take care of your kids for a couple of hours, it could mean all sorts of things. Or maybe they go over to a friend's house if they're a little older. But this free time is truly free time for you to do whatever you want. And that's the thing that I plan next in my weekend. Again, before I think about all of the chores I want to get done or other activities that I like to do with my family, I think about the time that I'm going to spend for myself. So first I plan the time I'm going to be sleeping and then I plan my free time. And for me and what we do in our family is that I get two hours on Saturday and two hours on Sunday completely to myself. For us, my husband takes our three little kids to the gym, to the Y with him, and they have childcare there. So he gets to work out. They get to play in the childcare room And I know he's going to be out of the house for at least two hours doing that. And I'm going to be in the house by myself doing basically whatever the heck I want to. And this has been so great. And it was really powerful for me to realize that what I wanted to be doing was just sitting in our house by myself. My husband always used to tell me, you can go do something. You don't always have to be with the kids. You can, you know, go out to coffee 
or go out shopping or go for a walk. And I always really appreciated that he offered that. And again, if your husband isn't offering that, find some other childcare, find some other means of doing this for yourself. But I realized I don't really want to go out of the house if I can choose anything I want for my free time. For me, I'm a total homebody and there is nothing I would rather do than just sit on my couch in a quiet house. And so that's what I have scheduled my free time to be. And sometimes I get to that point in the weekend and I think, oh, we're just having such a nice time in a as a family, it's really no big deal. If I get this free time, I can take it another day. I'm feeling really relaxed already. But I've learned from watching myself go through this process that I feel so much better when I honor my commitment to myself and I keep that free time. Even if I don't think I need it, I still keep it. And I'm always glad that I did. There's plenty of feelings that might come up around, I don't know how I'm going to find this time. I don't have time for this. I feel guilty about taking this time for myself. Just notice those thoughts and know that they are just thoughts and they're optional. This is something that you can take for yourself. And again, like I always say, when you put yourself first, you show up better for everyone else in your life. So that's tip number two is free time. Tip number three is routine and simple routines. I love to put as much as I can into my routine. And by that, I don't mean having a busy routine with a lot jam-packed into it. I just mean that of all of the things I'm going to do, the more of those things that can be in my routine, the better. Because routines are things that we do without having to think about it, without having to use willpower, without having to try. They are the things that we do automatically. And just like when you get up in the morning on Saturday, you probably automatically get dressed, eat breakfast. You, it's a routine for you to get out of bed in the morning, right? All of those things are routines that we just do without even thinking about them. And the amazing thing about routines is that you can add to them and you can put more in as long as you're willing to be patient and take it in small steps. You can make really incredible lasting change in your life. And so a few of the things that are part of my Saturday routine, and by the way, my Saturday routine happens pretty much in the morning before 9 a.m. or so, because I know after that point, there's going to be other things going on, and I'm not going to set myself a schedule all day that has things I need to be doing every single hour, because I know there's going to be kids and places we're going, and there's going to be my free time. And so most of my routine, I just put right in the morning or right around dinner time and leave the rest of the space empty. And just to give you an example, a feel for what my Saturday Saturday routine looks like, I do a few different things. One is that I do our budgeting. Now, I shouldn't even call it budgeting because I have kind of a unique process I do with our money that I love and has created so much uh, feeling of financial freedom in my life. And it's just a five or a 10 minute process that I do once a week on Saturday morning, and then it's done. And because it's part of my routine, I don't have to wake up in the morning and think, oh, I should really do the budget. That doesn't sound very fun, but I should do it. I just do it without even thinking about it because it's become a routine for me. And it doesn't take that long either. So if the kids need breakfast or 
people need help with things, it's not a big deal to find five or 10 minutes to basically ignore my children for a little while and get this done. Another part of my routine for Saturdays is washing bedding, washing linens, which sounds silly, but for the longest time, I had so much trouble. It sounds so silly as I tell you guys this, but hopefully some of you can relate. Like I got to the point where I was getting our laundry done, our clothing and things like that, but I still would forget to wash the bedding. I couldn't remember what was the last time we did this. It felt like this huge chore, more so than just doing the clothes. Or I would remember, but I would remember at a time that the kids were already about to go to bed, so it was too late. And that went on for a number of years. And finally, I just made it part of our routine that on Saturday morning, I start a load of bedding. And on one week, I do our bedding. And then on the alternate week, I do our kids' bedding and just get it done like that. And again, when it's part of the routine, it probably takes five minutes for me to start that load of laundry, just kind of ignore other things while I'm doing that. And then it's going and it basically takes care of itself. So that's another part of my routine. There was one more part of my routine and I'm sitting here trying to think of it because that's the thing with routines. It's like they become so automatic that you almost don't remember what you're doing. But now I have remembered. The third thing in my Saturday routine is our grocery list. I have a little index card that we keep in the kitchen. And during the week, I write down things as we run out of them or we're getting close to running out of them. So I don't have to remember everything on Saturday. But then on Saturday morning, I go through and I think about what we need and I put it down on the grocery list before um My husband actually goes to get the groceries in our family while I hang out with our kids. That's, again, that might not be your life. That's what we do. So the grocery list is another part of my routine on Saturdays. And so all of those things are just little steps that in and of themselves are, you know, five to 10 minute tasks, but they're the kinds of tasks that for me, at least before I had them as part of my routine, were hard to remember or really unappealing to do. And when I talk about building your routine in small steps, I really mean it. So the budgeting, financial management stuff I talked about, I probably started doing that two to three years ago. I started the grocery list a year ago. I started the bedding a month ago. So it's not like every day I'm building my routine and I'm adding more to it. These are things that get formed, habits that get formed over a long period of time but they've added up to this amazing freedom in my own life of just knowing that everything is taken care of, everything has a place in my schedule, and I don't really need to worry about it or think about it the next time, the, the rest of the time. And that creates so much mental space and space in my calendar. I just love it. So to recap, three tips to create your own perfect Saturday. And again, don't copy what I did. Think about what your definition of a perfect Saturday is, and then pick one baby step. I want you to pick one baby step from these three tips to try applying this weekend and see what you think. So my three tips were sleep, scheduling your sleep before you schedule everything else, free time, finding some designated time to have no responsibility for anyone else and just be able to do exactly what you want, and then creating a simple routine through small steps over a longer period of time. 
So think about that. What would you like to try this Saturday to move yourself a step closer to your ideal life, which by the way, is completely possible to create without changing careers and without waiting for your kids to grow up. So try it out. I hope that works well for you. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you should totally sign up for my client membership program. It's only $50 a month. It's all stuff that you can do on your own time, on your commute, during your workout, while you're sitting on the couch in your PJs, and you also get unlimited access to me as your coach. You can sign up right now by going to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. It might be a wait list. Actually, right now it will be a wait list, but it'll open up again soon. I will let you know about that and you will be all set to get some awesome coaching. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week and I will talk to you again next Tuesday.